Very exciting. Sheriff Eric Sampson joins us for his... Is it bi-monthly now? Is it quarterly? I think it's every other month, yeah. I'm, I'm confused. Or He's maybe, here. Yeah, every other month. Every other month. Okay, so you weren't here for December. You were here for November. All okay. right. All right. I think last time you were in, it was like 55 degrees out. It was something. very nice. Very it nice. was, yeah. I, I miss those days. I miss those days very, very much. Have a good holiday? I did. I did. And you? I had a very good very good holiday. You been to the uh, ice arena lately by any chance? I have been to okay. the ice arena, and it was after a recent interview you had with the... Uh, the staff there, the general manager, and um, I was really impressed with how the, the woman involved greets people at the door. Well, unfortunately, when I arrived at the uh, the ice arena, there was a little bit of an emergency situation going on with a family member. And when I walked through the door expecting to be greeted by that female voice I heard, she wasn't there. But uh, the other two were there. They covered for her, and they asked me not to mention it to you. So okay, I'm going to try and honor that. All right. You know? Okay, good. I appreciate that. Now, I heard a rumor that the general manager was actually in goalie gear. Is that correct? Apparently, he was practicing with them. And, you know, it led me to think that, uh, you know, 20 years ago, if this would have been you or I flying over the bench and, and landing on our tailbone, uh, they would have said, just sit down and shake it off. But nowadays, with the general manager present, uh, you know, we, we called an ambulance and handled everything uh, professionally like that. Everything they, Everything's good on that front. Though. They, and they good. did do a very good job. And he uh, basically said everything would be available for our insurance purposes. So I was really impressed with their involvement and, uh, you know, everything else. But I, I did get a kick out of you had just concluded an interview uh, where she was the greeter. And... Uh, I'm greeted by a guy wearing goalie gear. That's the general manager. It was it was a good. They, well, they handled it, it well. It makes you feel like you're definitely in a in an ice place, though. Yes, yes. Maybe Jen had the day off or something. Maybe, you know what? Jen could have been out back changing the radio. She could I have mean, been honestly. wrapping presents for. Could all have been we anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really, really could have been. <laughs> <laughs> really could have been. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the budget com- uh, conclusion. Uh, how's that whole thing going? And and well, it was my latest f- update. You know, it, it was my first uh, year in office and uh, the first budget presentation I had and the first time going through the budget process, um, along with, if you remember correctly, with the new charter, the commission expanded from three to seven. So there was four new commissioners involved. Um, and there was the whole hang up with the budget committee process. I, I got to say, I, I just went through the process, you know, made proposals of what I thought the, uh, you know, addressing most of the issues within the department in trying to be reasonable, holding a line, um, uh, because, you know, it's, it's not a deep pocket opportunity. It's addressing your needs in a financially responsible manner. Um, and, and going through the whole process, working with the commissioners in the budget committee, I think it went very well. Uh, it gave us the opportunity to address some issues we have, deficiencies within the department, and take care of things to line up for the future. But more importantly, um, I got the sense of what the commissioner's priorities were, along with budget committee interests, and it, it kind of will give me a guideline in the future to, you know, present things that are, will be more successful for the department and uh, also save people time. Um, you, you get an idea of what their interests are, because obviously they were elected, um, the commissioners, to accomplish things and budget committee members were appointed to oversee things. So going through the, the first budget process, it, it kind of gives you a sense of aligning the goals. So you're presenting things that you know that they will probably be more supportive of rather than uh, working too far off what, you know, conflicting goals may be. 
um, you know, it allows us, the process allows us in the future to be more successful. It went very smooth this year. I was very impressed with their involvement, their intent. There was a lot of good questions and issues brought up. And um, a lot of the commissioners and budget committee members brought up things they would like to see for their communities and, and towns they represent. So it was very encouraging. Uh, we've got a county manager now in place. I think that will help structure things a little better, um, you know, in the interest of time because you have a lot of involvement. Uh, but I, I think overall it was very successful and um, I was happy with, you know, within the four divisions under the, in the sheriff's department, we, we, there'll be some benefits and some progress made in all. Uh, the jail's a little bit of a different issue, uh, which I'm sure we can talk about later uh, because of the funding and the jail was turned back over to the, the county sheriff's departments uh, with, you know, tax caps and limited funding. So there was some reductions there. Uh, but overall control being back with the uh, correctional facility is a good thing, and we'll be able to address the shortcomings that we experience this year in the future. Talking with Sheriff Eric Sampson, bi-monthly visit for him. Coming up, we'll be talking about dispatching communications updates, uh, legislative session, and uh, we'll dig into the jail a little bit more as well. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055, 5 degrees outside. It's 8.15. The news continues now on the area's only local Sure, many of you had to say that last week. Z1055, LA's only local radio station. Sheriff Eric Sampson continues with me now for his bi-monthly visit. Let's talk about uh, dispatching communications and, and updates on that. Yeah, when I uh, took office last year and actually through the campaign, I thought there was a huge opportunity to um, expand our base with dispatch and communications as far as some of the small rural towns with fire departments and police services. And uh, I had been approached by one community that was looking to close down their communication center, uh, which eventually changed their mind. But it gave us an opportunity to look at every piece of it. Um, through there, we were able to look at some things we needed to upgrade, adjustments that need to be made, and be more prepared for you know, other towns eventually calling up and wanting service so we'd have easier capabilities. Um, We've from that we we've got a vision of what we look we want our dispatch communications to look like how we want it to function. Uh, we want to create a users group to involve um, everybody we're providing services to to get better feedback, work more proficiently, um, and we've done some restructuring which we'll continue to do with available positions uh, to offer a more professional service um, and have better accountability. It's going well. Um, we, we got some things done through the first budget process with you know capital equipment. Uh, next year, we'll probably propose more uh, technology-based things, but we've got a plan in place to expand services. We picked up uh, Green Fire Department. They came back to us. We're hoping that more of the towns uh, we lost in the past will come back for service through us, and we're hoping that uh, how we deliver the service will what will attract our customer base. That's a that's a really good. You, you guys, you don't really leave any stone unturned. I, I never would have thought, it, I never would have looked at it like that in terms of like a customer base or anything like that. Well, you, you, it is a customer base. There is a fee structure involved uh, based on per, per capita cost. That's through the, the commissioners established the the, um, the fee the fee base. But I I look at it as simple as this: we're paying a county tax. All communities in Androscoggin County are paying a tax. If you need dispatch services. Why would you pay another entity to provide you those services when you could pay probably a comparable rate, if not less, to the county communication center to offset your tax base? 
any revenue we receive through um, communication services we offer, whether it's to a fire department or a police department, offsets our budget expenses, which if we don't get the revenue to offset the budget expenses, it will come out in the tax commitments. So I, I think it's a win-win. I think uh, with that, when you're talking 911 and public safety and where the 911 PSAP for a lot of the communities um, currently, if you add in the dispatch services as opposed to paying the fees to other, you know, an, another communication center, I think overall you produce a savings. And I think um, what we need to make sure we're doing is delivering the best service we can. And, and that's something we're committed to. So it's given us the opportunity to look at what we need for capital to do that, the structure that, that would seem to make sense, and how to include people in the process to make sure we're delivering our service the way they want it delivered and have you know, a user group established you know, in a couple of months to have these communities involved in the service so they have a say and help us address uh, potential deficiencies or uh, things we like done with the service. Excellent. Coming up, we're going to talk about... Uh Actually, I guess we could talk about the Sheriff's Association now, um, uh, the legislative session and, and the Sheriff's Association. Is there something going on with that we should be aware of? Well, or? typically during the legislative session, you know, uh, laws are passed, bills are drafted. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes, yes. Sometimes. And, and what we find is we have a, uh, a Sheriff's Association where, you know, the 16 counties participate. And generally we have a conference call every Tuesday morning. Sometimes we meet about hot button issues, but we'll go over what's being proposed out front of uh, – criminal justice committee or any committee affecting and lately you'll hear a lot about the heroin, heroin epidemic so I, I know that the sheriff's association we work together sometimes we vote on things the sheriff's association takes a stand as one unit uh, we have things presented so we can deal with things effectively representing all sheriffs and uh, it's interesting because you get a lot more details about legislating being pros, uh, proposed and with us working in the you know with the 16 of us, along with the chief deputies or other administrative staff, we can solicit feedback and consider things that you wouldn't at face value, unexpected costs, responsibilities, sometimes what's required. A lot of times, what are we doing now that they may be proposing that we're already working toward it anyway, so it has a negative, you know, no effect on us. Uh, but it's good to be aware of what's out there. Uh, and then oftentimes, like last year, I had a goal of, uh, sending our patrol division through crisis intervention training with through NAMI. Ironically, we see through the legislative session that there was a proposal to make it a requirement that all departments have their officers certified through NAMI. Uh, so we were ahead of the curve there. It, it, it was failed legislation, but it's good to know that we're on the right path. And with, you know, like the firearms the issues last year, and, and I'm sure there'll be some in the future, it's good to get different perspectives and, and weigh in on that because I think you're hired to represent your communities and, you know, your departments or you're elected, I'm sorry. And uh, you have an obligation to perform at, at, at different levels and to be involved and be aware of what's going on. So I think this is just another opportunity as sheriff or through the Maine Sheriff's Association to be involved with the process with the state. Talking with Sheriff Eric Sampson. We'll have more with him coming up. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. It's The Breakfast Club. The revolution will be broadcast. Z Five, LA's only local radio station. Sheriff Eric Sampson is in. Segment number three with him. So the jail controls being turned over back to the county now. Is that is that correct? Am I reading that right? Yeah. Uh, some time ago, I want to say eight years, maybe nine, um, the state created this BOC kind of a jail takeover, a consolidated effort. 
long story short, it, it was failing. So it was dissolved. Control of the county jails went back to the counties. Uh, the state had capped us um, over the past decade, like Andrew Scoggin, for instance, we were capped at 4.2 million. So any extra expenses over the past decade were absorbed by the consolidated effort, the state contributing some, but basically some jails were shut down and whatever they were providing for funding was put into the system to be shared amongst the 16 counties. We were dependent on basically $2.1 million. So with the jail being turned back over, our cap of our local property tax allotment was $4.2 million. Uh, we were dependent on about $2 million from that system. Well, they, through the legislative process, um, the state agreed to pay some funding because they turned all jails back over to the counties. Obviously, the money wasn't pooled together any longer. Um, we were left a little short on what we needed to maintain the status quo, uh, never mind address capital needs like uh, security cameras or vehicles for transporting inmates, um, you know, random equipment, computers, chairs, things, things like that that I needed to run the facility. Uh, and there was a cap put on the, how much the county could raise through the local tax commitment of 3%, which for Androscoggin County was equal to about $127,000. So we have control back. Um, funding's a little short. We're leaving three and a half positions vacant, and we're not addressing most capital needs. Uh, but we're hoping through this legislative session they take a look at what was done and maybe provide some supplemental funding. My hope is... I'm glad the jails came back to the county. I think they're managed more efficiently and more appropriately um, under the sheriff. Uh, my hope is they make us whole before just putting us off because I think through the future, specific to Anderson County, we've maintained a pretty good balance of running efficient operation. But if you're going to cap what can be raised for revenue to run the operation, you should provide the funding to at least put us on equal ground. And at the last minute through the legislative process last year where they were giving, uh, they had budgeted 14 plus million to distribute amongst the counties. It was cut at the last minute to 12 million, um, which pretty much left us all short. So uh, we've, we've cut back about $650,000. And again, in, a, in effect, three and a half positions was the biggest detriment because you, know, you, know, you need people to run your operation. But other than that, uh, Things are going smooth with the facility, um, and it's given us an opportunity to really prioritize, see what we need, and, and, and plan for the future. Where in the past, run through BOC, you were always dependent on the you know whimsical nature of the state or um, what their priorities were, and you couldn't address issues as they came up. Now we're able to do that. We know what the structure is going to be. Um, it's just the funding issues that we're we're trying to uh, absorb. Talking with Sheriff Eric Sampson, his bi-monthly visit, keeping us up to date on everything going on. We'll have more coming up. You'll listen to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. The Breakfast Club! The news continues now on the area's only local... Final segment with Sheriff Eric Sampson. We've talked about the jail. We've talked about dispatching communications, uh, Sheriff Association stuff for the legislative session coming up, and uh, quite a bit as well. Uh, cold weather reminders: Keep your dogs, pets indoors, and uh, and uh, check on your neighbors. And if your neighbors are outdoors, you should probably check on them too. I would assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we live in a rural community, and a lot of you know times hard to travel. But we usually this time of year put out the friendly reminders, you know, public service announcements um, to remind people bring your pets indoors. But also, you know, you might want to check on your neighbors. Cold weather, people don't go out, people don't get as much company, and. Uh, 
you know, in rural Maine, we have a lot of people that have lived in the same house for a long time. Just uh, keep track of them. You know, uh, it's good to be a good neighbor. It, it really is. Um, any uh, partnerships or anything going on with the uh, Maine Drug Enforcement Agency right now? Well, it was interesting because I've been meeting with uh, MDA a lot. We have uh, a person from our department that is placed there through, you know, their funding mechanisms um, where we reimburse the cost. So we've been interacting with them quite frequently, looking how it's staffed and uh, with the governor's proposal for additional 10 agents, how it would affect them or how things are done in the state, along with the recent heroin epidemics and uh, things we're experiencing when it comes to drug-related calls. Uh, nothing's going on now, but it's been interesting to hear, again, getting input from them, their take on things or what they see happening once the governor's plan is put into place statewide um, and how our position's being utilized. So it's been more of, you know, fact-finding, gaining information, and uh, where it's been my first year in, you know, what did I walk into, what did I inherit, and what are my opportunities in the future? Uh, so it's been good, productive, you know, conversations dealing with uh, main drug enforcement agency and uh, what we can do to provide them with more information or how we can best utilize their services uh, for the communities in Andrews Garden County. Um, but nothing really specific, just an overview. Any, uh, did you guys do any roadblocks or anything for New Year's Eve or anything like that? Or we, I, I didn't see anything in the paper, but I wasn't sure. So. No, we did not partake in any uh, roadblocks. Uh, we did our normal type saturation patrols and obviously we had units out, but we didn't do any specific roadblocks this time of year. Uh, Generally, they're done more in the summer or the fall, around the holidays. I don't know if that's planned because of temperatures. I, you know, I'll look into that. That was uh, pretty insightful of you. But uh, I was just surprised. I figured New Year's Eve would be the perfect time to have one of those. I mean, I'm not tr I'm not advocating for more by any means, but I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just I, I, wondering I, I, there about There was one. one county that I, I think I would think it might have been Somerset County that might have done one this year. That is an off time to do it, but you would think that might be a, a good time to do it. Uh yeah, that's when people typically make poor life decisions, you know, yes. right around New Year's Eve. Yes. So let's yeah. forget to turn the lights on and things of that nature. So yeah. just wondering about that. I don't know. I, I Weird things come into my head with these things. Yeah. I mean, if you're here, I might as well ask it. Yeah. Sheriff Eric Sampson joins us every other month here on the Z. Sheriff, good to see you. Nice seeing you. And uh, remember to bring those pets indoors. Yes. Well, mine don't. They go out and they're out very momentarily and then they go back in. They're not real big fans of the cold. So. Mine go out long enough to let me cool my house. <laughs> and then they come back in and track a little snow, mud and whatever else. Uh, Which is the best. And, yeah, yeah. It yeah, really so. is. I really appreciate that when they do that. Never ending. Nice. Kids are easier, I think, sometimes. Right. Well, the good news is where it's so cold out right now, like they're not really tracking much stuff in. Like the snow's dry and you can kind of brush it outside. Yes. Two weeks ago, they were tracking in everything. It was like mud season it was wipe, wipe their paws yeah thanks for having me i do appreciate it good to see you sheriff 851 seven degrees outside you listen to the breakfast club on z1055 if you missed this interview you can listen to the you can listen to it online at z1055.com the breakfast club